0: Waiting is an inevitable part of life. It doesn't matter if you're waiting for your coffee order, waiting for the pair of shoes you really want to come back in stock, waiting for test results, or waiting on help while making a big decision. Waiting is tough. When you're waiting, you might feel excited, but you might feel skeptical too, especially when what you've been promised gets delayed. You start to wonder when you've waited long enough. Eventually, you might even give up hope. Sometimes people of faith have to wait on God. While we wait on God, we need to remember that God has a plan. God is faithful, God is listening. and we should never give up hope because God's not given up on us. night sleeper, and so I could hear them, especially in the middle of the night. And sometimes uh, as a parent, uh, you realize exactly what each sound means. Sometimes that little whimper meant that they needed a diaper change. And especially if it was the middle of the night, I'd kind of push mom uh, over and she would push me back and she would send me over to change diapers in the middle of the night. And sometimes uh, that little whimper meant that they were hungry. And truly, I did have to push mom out of bed for that one. And sometimes I could hear them just cooing and just having a good time in the middle of the night. And, and I treasure those things in my heart. I mean, yeah, I still look back on those times and, and just hearing your child just coo and their little sighs and their little whimpers. And, and, and I think about that. And I think about that's the God that we have. He hears our sighs, He hears our whimpers, He, he hears everything. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn to Psalm 116. Some believe the psalmist who wrote this was David. And regardless of whether it was David or not, we see a lament of a man surrounded by grief and sorrow, and most likely because death had touched his life. This man may have been waitlisted, things didn't go his way. And you'll see in this psalm, or you'll see in this psalm the psalmist praises God. In in Psalm 116, it says, I love the Lord because he hears my voice, my prayer for mercy, because he bends down to listen, and I pray as long as I have breath. This is such just a beautiful psalm right here, these two verses. We have a God that hears us. How many of you have talked to someone, and you could tell they weren't listening? Like you were saying words and they may have been shaking their head, but you could tell their mind was somewhere else and they really couldn't repeat what you're saying. And 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 they basically had just kind of put you on mute, even though their head was shaking. How many of you people or how many of you know uh, that you've been in situations like that? Now, how many of you have been guilty of this? I know I have, especially when Julie's talking to me during a ball game or something like that. She might be saying something and I might shake my head, but it's not really processing. Well, we have a God that pays attention to us. We have a God that hears us. He he hears our voice. He knows our voice. He knows us. And, and, And I love that we have a God that has heard, that does hear and will hear. He's like a father that bends down on one knee and listens to his child. Uh, it's one of my favorite things to watch is watching a, a father when his son or daughter comes up to him and he gets down on one knee and he looks him right in the eye and you can tell that he, that, that child has their undivided attention. That's what our God does. He leans closer to us when we speak. Uh, Charles Swindoll said this, God never turns his back on those who cry out to him through tears. In fact, he bends closer to us. As we continue reading Psalm 116, we see the writer went through a lot of tragic times. He's experienced pain and death and grief and sorrow. And sometimes when we're waitlisted, when we're going through these times, we wonder, does God care? Does God listen? Is he even around? And, and, And just continue to read this uh, Psalm 116 with me, starting at verse 3. It says, death wrapped its ropes around me. The terrors of the grave overtook me. I saw only trouble and hope. Then I called on the name of the Lord. Please, Lord, save me. How kind the Lord is. How good he is. So merciful that the God, this God of ours, the Lord protects those of childlike faith. I was facing death and he saved me. Let my soul be at rest again, for the Lord has been good to me. He has saved me from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling. Sometimes when we're in the waiting zone, we wonder, does God really care? Has he forgotten about me? And the psalmist reminds us that we have a God that's that's a specialist when it comes to deliverance. He doesn't always deliver the way that we think it's going to go. Sometimes he tells the Red Sea to stop. Because he's heard the cries of his people. Sometimes you face lions and, and God did not say there won't be any lions. The lions show up, but then God closes their mouths. Sometimes you pray for a child and you've all but given up. But like Zechariah and Elizabeth, God says you're going to be di- buying diapers not only for yourself, but you're going to be going down that baby aisle and you're going to be buying diapers for a little one. Sometimes people like Lazarus die, and, and God does the unexpected. Sometimes God delivered David in ways that he would have never imagined. Some of you right now need to hear this. God sees you, and he hears you, and he's working in your situation, even when you don't realize it. Sometimes while being waitlisted, I'm thinking, I'm tar- sometimes I'm tempted to think, God... You are not listening to me. And, and, and I cry out to him and I say, God, do you see what's going on? Do something. Do something now. I, I read this story and I wonder if you won't be able to relate. There was this middle aged man that was distraught over his wife's stubborn refusal to admit that she had a hearing problem. So one day he asked his family doctor for advice to convince his convince his wife that she had a problem. The doctor said, okay, well, this is what you should do. When you come home, open up the door and say, honey, what's for supper? If she doesn't answer, then go into the kitchen and say, honey, what's for supper? If she still doesn't answer, then whisper into her ear, honey, what's for supper? This surely will convince her that she has a problem. So the man was excited, heard the advice. He gets home, he opens up the door and he says, Honey, what's for supper? No response. He goes into the kitchen. He says, Honey, what's for supper? No response. He snuggles up to his wife and whispers into her ear, Honey, what's for supper? She says, for the fourth time, I said, we're having spaghetti. See, we have a God that hears us from far away. Maybe it's us that needs to get closer to him. Maybe the hearing problem isn't God, but maybe it's with us. The question is, are we listening? Not, is God listening? God is listening so often It's us that's not hearing the message. Each week, we try to give you some next steps to ponder. And last week, one of them was to schedule or take a nap because we're focused on the spiritual discipline of rest. This week, I want you to rest by sitting outside, and I want you to intentionally listen to God. And God might speak to you in a wide variety of ways. He might speak to you by the birds chirping outside. He might speak to you by a beautiful flower. There might be something in the sky that speaks to you, but I just want you to intentionally sit there and listen. Secondly, is there a prayer that you've given up on or felt like God forgot? Take some time to pray to trust God that he does hear you and that he's working on your behalf. I want to encourage you, don't give up. Just because you've been praying something and it seems like God's not answering, I want you to continue to persevere and keep on praying for that. Psalm 34, 17 says, The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them, and he delivers them from all their troubles. Would you pray with me? Jesus, thank you for being a God that listens, a God that leans into us when we speak, a God that gives us your full attention. I don't know how you do it, but you do. Thank you for being a God that that became fully human and came into this world and knows every temptation, knows every frustration that we have. Thank you for giving your life on the cross for us. In your precious holy name, amen.